Hey, hey, everyone. It's your boy, SJ Beat, here with... The lovely Miss Proper, as usual, coming at you correct on this lovely Wednesday. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, from the comfort of our own homes, every week, every Wednesday. How you all ones doing today? It feels like it's been a while, and it's only a uh, It really has. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. It does feel like it. I was going to say, maybe that means we need to post more. But maybe, maybe so. Maybe maybe so. you may be on to something, Miss Property. You may be no. on to Let us know. Let us you know. know. So, hello, everybody, again. Welcome to the Odd Ones Out podcast. You're listening mm. with the good good from Miss Proper and I. Uh, yes. Today, we have a very, very special treat for you all. A very controversial topic that, I mean, many people know about and, and deal with in their day to day lives. And that is colorism. Mm-hmm. Come on, somebody. Colorism. Exactly. If you listened to the last episode, we were we said that we were going to talk about colorism. It was actually a topic that was recommended by one of our listeners. So shout out to the lovely listener that recommended us talking about yes. colorism. Yes. Colorism. Come on. I know. Um, we're over here stalling uh, because <laughs> it's a lot. Oh my about. God, y'all! We about to get into it today. We about Ms. exactly has some reservations. We are really about to break it down about this colorism thing. Because I mean, I know yeah. I was explaining to SJB just a little bit ago that it's it breaks my heart that we have to talk about colorism just because it's 2018 and we're still it, when we're in just a uh, fair warning. We're talking about colorism within the African American community because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. obviously we are both black so we can't speak on colorism in the asian community or colorism in the hispanic or latin community but i mean share your experience let me say that up front because your experience may be different from what we deal with in the black community or it may be the same so you mean i mean just educate us on your experience with color with colorism within your culture and your ethnicity so. Exactly. We can only speak on what we know, you know. Exactly. Exactly. This is and everything we talk about is from experience. You know, whether we've heard it, seen it, went through it ourselves, it's coming straight from the real. Exactly. The real. I okay. said any better. I exactly. Said any better. <laughs> but yeah, like I was saying before, though, it breaks my heart that we still have to talk about colorism because in this in this society now, where we're like I said before, we're so evolved and. You see so many different types of people on television. And then, and not only that, we as Black people, we're starting to own our boldness. We're starting to own our melanin and own our culture. Yeah. Black, yeah, my being, Black is beautiful. Hello, and being comfortable in ourselves, you know, and being comfortable with just loving each other. And the fact is, is that we still have colorism, which, I mean, we got to get into the definition for those of you who's hearing the, who's hearing the word for the first time, but we have to still deal with colorism, which within our own community. And that's SJB pull up the definition, pull up the definition, 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 definition. Come on somebody. Right. I'm going to put it into terms, you know what? They got a real technical with their definition. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to just put it into terms of how, how, how it's, proposed to me of what colorism is and Mm -hmm. it's basically just prejudice within your own community of people so whether that's your race or that's your culture or what have it that's what they define very vaguely very simple 
as mm-hmm. the meaning of colorism, prejudice within your own cohort, prejudice with, within your own race. And specifically here today, we're, we're speaking on the colorism we have, I guess, we've dealt with within our own race or within our own <laughs> Black cohort Ooh. society, you know? Help so, me, Jesus. I'm over here sick. No, anyway. Okay. <laughs> Even though she's sick, she's, she's coming through. Oh, my goodness. But, yes, I mean, with that definition and SGB explaining it so well, of course, what comes to your mind when you hear that? Light skin versus dark skin. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Okay. I just don't like that battle. The battle is frustrating and it breaks my heart. It makes me so sad because you are all so beautiful, African-American mm-hmm. men, women, trans uh, what am I missing? I always want to get everybody up in there. Everything, everybody. everybody. <laughs> Everything, everybody. <laughs> You're right. You are all so beautiful and gorgeous. And the fact that you come in so much variety. I mean, come on, chocolate. It's just gorgeous. And the fact that we're still hating on one another because of the shades of our skin. Yeah. It just, it bothers me. It makes me sad. And I don't want to be sad. I feel like I'm talking to like a child, you know, when you're yeah, like. but I mean, you're being real. That's right. It's just, it, it bothers me. And like I said, I don't know why we're still having this debate about light skin versus dark skin, dark skin. When, when we're, we're all black, you know, there, it, I don't know why they try to make light skin, light skin, black people as its own ethnicity and dark skin people as its own ethnicity. It's not like the Asian community where you have Chinese, Vietnamese, Japanese, you know, Korean, like that's yeah. not, you're just, you're, you're all black. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you, of what your shade is you know you're you're black exactly. i mean of course they identify as like haitian or trinidadian or jamaican but you're black okay come on one drop rule <laughs> i know i know i feel like i'm gonna have a lot to say regarding this topic because it makes me so sad and i love my black people and i just want you all to love yourselves and i noticed that we all want society to see us a certain way and treat us a certain way mm-hmm. but how what example can society go off of if we're not treating ourselves that way exactly especially when it's like generational because i mean of course it didn't just start with our generation but there was generations before generations before generation and these kids these days they're only going by what their parents do and the grandparents like the children are like mirrors you know like what we put out there is what they're gonna report back and how they really go live their lives you know and if you put this whole light skin versus dark skin thing in their mindset you know children are like they're like sponges whatever they learn when they're younger that's what they usually they're going to end up you know doing or practicing when they become older you know you ever seen that thing where it was i guess a study with a doll and they had like like a little black girl and she they gave her a white doll and they gave her a black doll and then she would choose the white doll why is that? You know, like, why is it that this young black girl that, that doesn't know much about life yet thinks that the white doll is, I guess, the aesthetically pleasing, think that that's the standard, think that that's yes. the doll she's supposed to have, not the doll that looks exactly like her or that exactly. shares the same skin color or, or shades away from her same skin color? Like, why is that? And I think that's what we really want to unpack today. Like, what 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 is going on in society to make us think that being dark skin or being or being of a different complexion makes you different from the people that share that same race as you? Like, what is it that makes you different when we're all in the same race? I don't know. Honestly, I think it goes back to the slave mentality. I always related back to slavery because everything has a beginning in the separation of 
lighter skin and darker skin. And like, if you are darker, you're put in the field and put to work. If you are lighter, you're put in the house. Mm-hmm. Right. But the crazy part about it is that the other person is looking at the other, per- the other colors, looking at the other color and thinking, man, you have it so good. And I even probably think that they have it so good that each of those people of those different skin tones had their own struggle. Yeah, they were in the house, but they were under the the slave owner's eye and under their watch and having to do things that they wanted to do. And they was being they were being tortured in a different way. Just like the slaves that were in the field, they were also being tortured in a different right. way. The point is, is that you were all being tortured. Right. One of them gave their freedom over the other because you were all seen as we were we were all seen as black. Look, I'm separating like I am black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're all we're all we're all seen as black we're, but they did that to just to dehumanize us and to put yeah. us against each other and it's just it's so crazy because people they want to say oh you weren't a slave your grandma was a slave your mom was a yes but the fact is that you can take a slave out of slavery but you can't take slavery out of a slave and that's why i think we still have that mentality as if yeah. we were and I love that you said that because like just just basing on what you said is that it's just like the slave masters or the masters of the, the land or whatever that our ancestors and everything mm-hmm. else were on, they built that mentality in us to make us feel as though, oh, if you are dark skinned, then you out in the field, which means you are, you know, usually associate that with being negative or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then if you're white or lighter skinned, you would be privileged in the house and you'll be with the other, you know, common folk. Uh-huh. So I think they naturally pinned you against each other like it was a war from the beginning and it's sad because history is repeating itself hello we still have today the wars with light-skinned folk thinking they're better than the darker-skinned folk which you know in reality like we already said we're all the same you know the one drop rule we all black exactly (laughs) hello exactly no matter what you do with how you try to dress how you try to do this you you black sorry you're you're black i mean unless you say otherwise you know exactly and the thing is with me uh, I guess in my life, I recently, I guess within a, a few months ago, decided to stop referring, like making that distinction between light skin or dark skin. If I see you, I'm going to call you black. If I, of course, if I'm trying to describe you to somebody who doesn't like, who may not be aware of who you are, I'll say, oh, they have a uh, lighter skin. Uh, they have this or funny. They're related to this person. I'll probably use that, but I'm not going to use it in a way as if you're superior or you're below mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anything. But in my mind, there is no light skin or dark skin. We're all the same, regardless of our shades. There's no light skin, dark skin, brown skin. So I think that would be, I would, I encourage everybody that's out there, I encourage you all in SJB and myself to continue going through our lives and erasing that notion of light skin, dark skin. If you see a black person out here, don't, don't instantly think light skin, dark skin. Mm -hmm see another fellow black african-american out here trying to make it and trying to get through life and 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 take away those those connotations about oh they're prettier because of this complexion or they're aggressive because of this complexion like that those aren't accurate things those are just stereotypes and we need Mm -hmm. to try to walk away from it because we don't want the rest of the world seeing us that way so there's no reason why we should see ourselves that way exactly like i think we um it was it's it's really funny i read this article and it had a name for people that did things like that like i mean of course it falls under colorism but Mm -hmm. it had a name for people that would 
play the whole light skin versus dark skin card. Like, say if it's a dark skin person, it's like, oh no, I don't really do light skin guys or or girls or whoever. And then vice versa, you have the light skin person. Oh, I don't really do dark skin, you know, da da da. And they call us people color struck. Color struck. Wow. <laughs> like, a, a, a color struck. Like, you know, you're color struck because I mean, it's, at the end of the day, we are the same. But mm-hmm. because you think you've been associating being lighter with something great, grand, beyond, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. you feel as like that's what you want to go with. And then from the other opposite end, they're just like, well, you know what? My skin is a lot more richer. My skin is a lot more darker. I'm embracing my roots. I'm, I'm a direct descendant from where I'm from. You know, mm-hmm. so people have different ties to things based on the shades of their, their skin color. Interesting. Now, let me... um separate in a way because Mm -hmm. now if it's your preference because you just that's just what you are attracted to not Mm -hmm. because you think that they are better right that's different so if you if you are someone of if you are a black you're a black person you're attracted to somebody of a certain type or Mm -hmm. certain shade and you're like i just that's just what i'm attracted to Mm -hmm. i don't think that this other shade is prettier or not let that be an addition to like don't yeah, exactly be, yeah like okay That's i like him because i yeah. like him not because he is whatever shade right and then don't get into that whole those phrases where oh i don't date dark skin i don't date light skin because of this that and the other like no you're all you're adding to the problem so yeah. you can't sit there and and anybody that's listening i'm sure once in once at least in your lifetime, you said my black is beautiful or my, what were the other sayings? My black excellence or, or black girl, black rock, whatever don't they crack. black don't <laughs> crack. Right. I mean, like all these different things that are promoting your blackness, like don't sit there and downplay it at the same time by, by only limiting yourself to this one shade because you think that they're superior to another. And that's not the case. If you, mm-hmm. but if you just think that they are attractive to you, but you, but you're not, I'm trying to make it not make it less confusing yeah, because yeah. The, I feel like those lines are very, very blurred mm-hmm. for people um, confuse preference with, I want to say preference with prejudice, but that's mm-hmm. not the word. That's not really what I'm looking for. Because it's like if you if you just have a certain type and you're like, you know what, I just think they're attractive. I don't think they're better. Right. You just like what you like. Like it has nothing to do right. with you just like, right. you color, just like what you like. You know, you like yeah, them, exactly. them as a person. I mean, even if, yeah, you just like, hey, that's just what I'm attracted to. Exactly. We all have exactly. But it doesn't it's not necessarily mean same. that they're light or they're dark. It is this is what I've been known yeah, to be just, privy to. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, okay. So I think I think I explained it. Yeah, you did you did a good job, Miss Crappy. You did a good job. I was trying. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, and you know what's crazy is I, I mean, SJB and I have been looking at so many different videos and articles relating to colorism because, mm-hmm. I mean, believe it or not, I mean, I haven't really experienced colorism, mm-hmm. but I know so many people who have, you know, yeah, yeah. and it, and the crazy part about it, it's from both ends you know it's not one end more than the other mm-hmm. but it's the same thing going back to the house slave and the field slave they each they each have their own battles and their own struggles exactly like, their own experiences yeah exactly like for example i've met so many either biracial or lighter skin women mm-hmm. and describe their experience like growing up whether being biracial or being lighter skin they would say that they were bullied 
by women of darker skin tones. And I thought, right, I know. I was like, man, that's so weird. And I've heard this. Let me, let me be specific. I've heard this from five different women in five different generations. There are people that were, they were in their twenties, they were in their sixties and fifties, all different generations. And I've heard that from them. And it's just like, it's weird. And that, and, and, and that sucks that that happens. And then you have the other side where, you know, you have women of darker skin and they don't feel like they're being represented as well. And you have those people that try to look down and we're just talking about women. I mean, men, that's a whole nother mm-hmm. topic too. Which we will be getting into but specifically about the women and people are downplaying their skin tones and not taking them as seriously as they need to because they are absolutely gorgeous women. Mm-hmm. It's like they each have their own their own struggles. And I think if we were to just come together as black people, as black women, as black men together, we could fight this colorism thing. Right. Fight the power. Fight the power. But it's just I just, it, it it's kind of like that taking a mop, what is it, taking a walk? In somebody else's shoes, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, a dance yeah. shoes, yeah. Yeah, and it just, and then, and I don't even want to say it's the media. I think it's part of the media, and the only thing that mm-hmm. sucks is because you have like some, some artists, you know, that have a platform, and mm-hmm. when they say a certain thing, it just kind of goes all over the place, and then right. sets the tone for the whole culture, which yep. is not even, which shouldn't be the case, you know. Right. It just. I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. It's a really a lot. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah. It's just, it's just, it's been instilled in people for so long. You know, like we talked about the history of it. Like anytime you have things such as the brown paper bag rule and things oh, man, like that. that. Like, you know, like <laughs> when it's, when, when it runs generations deep, it's kind of hard to, to shake it. And then especially when you have, you're talking about a person that may not be considered woke per se, or not really care about it. It's just what they see. You know what I mean? They're not really exposed uh-huh. to different experiences for them to look outside of what they always know. So it's kind of yeah. hard from the, you know, it, it depending on their environment or where they are in the world, whatever. Yeah they're not really exposed to that. That's just all they know is, okay, mm-mm, light skin, okay, dark skin, okay, mm, I need me a light skin girl because that's not, you know, or whatever, whatever, whatever you're, you're all, you're, whatever you use to, 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 I guess, back up why you want this over the other, whatever. But, um, yeah, like I said, it just runs, it runs generations deep. Like, it's just like, it's something that we are still struggling with. It's kind of conversations that still need to be had. And I think, and I think, what is also an issue is people don't see it as a problem. Yeah. And it just, it really blows my mind. 2018. It's just that we're still, I feel like we're still going to be having this conversation in like 2030. And it's how do we get, how do we get past this colorism? I mean, not just within the women community, but I mean, what about the men? I mean, what, because I mean, I'm obviously I'm not a man, so I can't Mm -hmm. speak on like the colorisms that they face. I mean, what was it you saw? You said that you saw something. Oh, yeah. So just like the typical, like, well, I'm not gonna say I've personally experienced it, but I know way back when, 1995, hello, shout out to 95, baby. Um, There was this thing where I came out really, really light-skinned as a baby. Like, I was, like, real light, you know what I'm saying? And they would call me Casper or whatever, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I was a light baby, a light bright. It's fine. But I remember specifically one of my mother's friends commenting and saying that um, she knew I was going to be gay because... I was a light-skinned baby and prefer like I guess 
she was trying to associate being feminine with being a light-skinned man. Because if wow. you really look at, uh, I guess, movies back in the 90s, you know, mm. they always had, like, the light-skinned men play. Like, I don't want to say they played these feminine roles, but they always they always had some type of feminine thing to them or association to them. Like, a light-skinned brother, he gonna cry. Or he, he's not as strong as a dark-skinned brother. Like, you know, a light-skinned brother's a punk. You know, like, I think yeah. not intentionally do people do that in films, like, way back in the 90s. They don't really do it anymore. But way back, yeah. like, in the 90s, they would always, you would see, like, look at, look at, um, look at Boys in the Hood. You have a fairly lighter man, uh, Cuba Gooden Jr. And then you have most of the people that were in that film that were like the hood, hood, hardcore, whatever, they were darker. Like, I don't even think that that's done on purpose. Except just, Ricky. He was a casual. Yeah, exactly. Team. Exactly. So it's just like that was the one, I guess, exception with him and that character. But it's, it's like they naturally the super feminine or the one that's not as strong-willed or not as whatever, whatever, they always pin him as the lighter person. So as far as me and whatever, I'm just like, well, damn, you know everything about me just because the shade of the color of my skin. And then when I got older, I, started, I got darker and I got darker and got darker. My shade, the, the melanin start coming in. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm just like, okay, well, how could you tell so much about me by the color of my skin or the shade of the color of my skin? You know what I mean? Like, that's the issue that, that, that was colorism within itself. You're saying that I, because I'm a lighter baby, that I'm already going to be feminine one. And I guess with being lighter, I guess I'm somehow privileged. And you know what I mean? So, you know, it, it just goes back even and deeper. Because, you know, they always say lighter people have, lighter people get, like, more privileges, which is, which is... You know, it may be true. That may be true in some instances, but it's, it's sad that we live in a world that people are going to choose a light-skinned person before they choose a dark-skinned person. Like, that's ridiculous. Because I read this article where it said, it was the article wasn't disrespectful, but it was, like, painfully truthful. And it was just like, it was talking about high school kids, and they did this study, and it said, lighter-skinned kids compared to dark, well, they were talking about females in general, like younger girls, adolescent girls. And they're like, a darker skinned girl is more than likely to get suspended getting a fight in school than a lighter skinned girl. And I said, what? What? Like, we really, like, why is that? You know what I mean? Like, why is, why are we always associate a darkness with, like, criminality and stuff exactly. like that? Like, that is so disrespectful to mm -hmm. me that, like, it's even research that proves things like these. I'm just like, what, like, what, like, what in the world? Like, is this because, is this because, the, you know, are the people are, is this because the people are really this way or is this is because this is how you picture them to be and in their mind, they already know you perceive them as this negative dark person. So they're acting to what you already pre preconceived them to be. Like, it's, a, it's like a lot to unpack yeah. with that. Like, I don't even think it's just them thinking that they're a bad person that, but they've been told by society and people around them that because they're darker or because they're lighter, they get this certain uh -huh. privilege or because they're darker, they don't get this certain privilege or they da da da. But you know, like I said, we said before in the, in the, in the like slave times, exactly. they, it was, we was, it was like a war placed on each other. Lighters, exactly. lighters were in the house, darkers were in the field. So I guess that mentality is all the way throughout today has still followed us and people have, taking that and run with it and when and even with their relationship you hear him about these rappers talking about exotic women and this and that and da 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 and they want somebody a little light-skinned red bone you know what i'm saying they're never really depicting one in a beautiful rich you know darker skinned women or a dark darker woman yeah you know i mean they always it's always that's the golden standard a lighter yeah. woman a lighter woman with this type of 
a grain of hair, this type of, this is that, this is that, 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 you know, like, it's just, why can't we embrace our natural true selves, whichever your natural true self is, you know what I'm saying? Why has always got to be gravitated towards one over the other? Why can't we just both equally, you yeah. know, coexist? I mean, yeah. and, you know what I mean? Like, it, it makes no sense, because like you said, we're all going through the same stuff. Or similar thing, that's what brings me back to, as an African-American person, just this, like, throw discarding throwing it away the whole light skin and dark skin words just throwing them away completely throw it away throw it away yep, throw them away like stop referring we have thrown it away there's no dark skin versus light skin no light skin versus dark skin it is it it's exactly. a wrap we are finished it's done Buried. exactly exactly like move move i'm not saying move forward and then also <laughs> realize how i mean if you are a darker shade, a lighter shade, a medium shade, we're going to go into makeup terms now. Come Whatever shade you are and you are African-American, <laughs> right, if you are African-American or some form of African-American in you, just in every day that you interact with somebody and you have a positive interaction, that's one person's mind that you have changed and you yes. have helped understand and given them a better perspective of what being Black is. And that, and that, Think about how many people you interact with. And that somebody had to tell me that because mm-hmm. where I work, we were at the event that we were at. It was a country event. And I mean, country people, when you think country, you think white people. And I mean, there were a ton of them there. And, mm-hmm. and when I first found out that I was going to that, I was a little, I was a little taken back. Not that I yeah. can't, like I said, I can adapt in any situation, but I was, I wasn't so much worried about myself. I was more mm-hmm. worried about those people and how they perceived me. And right. my partner was saying, how many people do you think came up to this table and talked to us? And I was like, man, at least 200. And they were all nice and sweet. And he said, all of those people had a great interaction with you and you changed whatever perspective they had about being black. Come and, on. And you, you gave them a different outlook on it. So that's what I'm saying. Like when you're going throughout your life, whatever shade you are, just be yourself and then make sure you're treating others with respect and you're being kind. Of course, don't force it. If you ain't kind, you just ain't kind. And that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you are a kind person, just go about your day and just being you, regardless of what the haters are saying, regardless of the person who doesn't know their self-worth, that doesn't understand your self-worth, who's not woke, quote-unquote. Like, yeah. just continue going through and being you because you woke up with the skin that you are in and you can't change it and you shouldn't want to, yeah. regardless of what shade you are. That's just the bottom line of it all. And throw away the word light skin and dark skin. Dark skin. You are a beautiful black queen and king. That's it. That's that it. That's all. Queen princess. Exactly. <laughs> When you go and check that box on a job application, it'll sit there and say black, light, light, black skin, dark, black skin. It says black. African-American. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. We so, are categorized under the same thing. So exactly. dare you even try to make yourself feel as though you are above or, un- or make someone else feel like they're under you when we all black. Exactly. And the, the point is to, I mean, everybody's not going to see you the same way, but all you can do is control your actions. You can't control the actions of anybody, of anybody else. That's just the, just the point of it. And there's just so, so many things to talk about with colorism. I just want the whole light skin, dark skin thing to stop completely. There's no, like, 
we are, we've just come so far. I mean, we still have ways to go. There's always improvement that can be made in society and people. But I think we are better now than we've ever been before. Yeah. Just the fact I mean, we literally just had, I mean, I'm sure this wasn't the, was this the first, like, having an all-black cast in, like, that wasn't all. I mean, that wasn't, I was thinking about Black Panther, but that was, that was, <laughs> I know, no, I know but it's still, no, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, when I went to go see that, I felt so much pride. And I just and felt. empowerment, yeah. I, like, yeah, it's kind of like how the Asians felt. Right, it's like how the Asians felt when they saw Crazy Rich Asians. You know, yeah. like, it's just to see yourself. And the fact is that everybody around the world sees you. And for that moment, for that two hours or whatever it is, they got a glimpse of what it is the swagginess the amazingness the greatness of of being black and maybe for a moment they probably wish damn i wish i was black you know just from sitting in that theater and just watching it exactly. it's just just be happy to be you regardless of your shade because there are people out there that want your shade oh come on talk about that right <laughs> and another thing that i want us to retire beautiful black people is this good hair Bull crap. Mm. Good hair some, versus bad hair. It, stop it. Just absolutely stop it. That is the one sentence I absolutely positively hate. Okay, when people find out that I'm married to someone outside of my ethnicity, they, the first thing they say is you're going to have pre- have pretty babies. First of all, <laughs> if, anybody, <laughs> if anybody knows me, I think, and no diss to biracial babies, but this is going to sound like a diss, but I think biracial babies are very weird looking. I don't think they're attractive. So, I mean, sorry if you have one, but that's just my opinion. It has nothing to do with their skin tone. I just think they have bushy eyebrows and their eyes are all weird. And they just there's a lot of different factors in biracial children. I'm just like, ugh. I, and, and the fact is, if I were with someone of my same ethnicity, would some would you say the same thing? Right. Just because you pair so because with someone. you with a, a white individual your baby going your baby gonna be curly your baby gonna have like and you know what i want you know what i want my baby to have i want my baby to baby to have beautiful brown skin beautiful brown eyes beautiful thick coarse hair of course obviously that is not going to happen i mean you never know genetics are you know funny but i'm just saying i that's how much i value me being black and it's funny because like my husband he'll sit there and be like well <laughs> babe that's not gonna happen but that's a nice try i'm glad you ah! think that's gonna happen <laughs> but it's just it but that's just how much i value my blackness and how beautiful i think we are as amazing super beings but yes back to it like just stop with the whole good hair bad hair thing everybody has good hair if it is Whether on top of your skin or your dark skin or, or your, your whatever whatever skin all the shades your hair does not have to be curly for it to be pretty it does not have to be what are the other things silky for it to be pretty if you think mm-hmm. about some people that have those kinds of hair their hairline has been has receded by the time they got to their 50s <laughs> it has out. i'm just saying I'm, i don't okay, mean to take care of your hair your hair will right, be it's called fine. take care of your hair and i don't mean to shade yeah. those people that yeah. have that kind of hair. enjoy your hair i mean it's yeah. beautiful as is beautiful you Embrace take care what of God it. gave you please Hello. that is the ultimate that's the ultimate we just want you beautiful black people i'm just trying to figure out what book that came from like what book right. said that you know being having a lighter 
shade of skin it makes you above everyone else or what the, having this type of grain of hair makes it better than no one else like i'm like who made these rules and why? Oh, it's it's slavery days and just continuing yeah. to like and continuing to embody that the that idea and passing yeah. it down from generation to generation like guys i have an 11 year old sister and she, let me tell you, she was walking around the house talking about she light skin. Girl, we're the same complexion. You not light skin. I hope you listen to that. <laughs> She's eleven years old. Okay, she was born That's in no, <laughs> she was born in 2006 and her little heart just broke when I told her she wasn't light skin, and that broke my heart because yeah. I'm thinking. One, you are a 2000 baby. Why are you dealing with this nonsense? Yeah. Two, you are 11 years old. Three, who told you you were light skinned? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out where you get that from. And then just the fact is that my generation had to deal with it. My mom's generation, my grandma's generation, her yeah. generation had to deal with it. And the fact is it's still coming down to this, this 2000 generation. The girl is 11 and there's no reason why she should even have to worry about or even think about light skin versus yeah, and the fact skin. that it upsets her that she could be in her mind a darker shade is, is the problem within itself it it's is like, a problem. Damn, who told you that it being a, a, a you know a darker yeah. shade is a problem exactly the, now where that's really the issue where that stemmed from because you 11 years old who's telling you exactly that? if you have that kids it's like going on at school you know exactly it's going on at school and the parents sometimes the parents may not be educating them on if you are a parent make sure your child knows how beautiful their skin is regardless yeah. of the shade that it is and then make sure that they know other skin tones are beautiful that all skin tones are beautiful and that's the only way that we can create some kind of harmony and we can learn to take care of our yard before we want anybody else to come in and mow it long story long take care of our community right before we want the rest of the world to come in and help and embrace our community and understand that and understand us. We need to understand, understand us first and just right. deal with our own issues because right. no, I mean the world right now, you I mean, think about it when they have, when you see things, I'm getting into a whole other topic, but it's going to relate full circle. When you hear they, they talk about like, uh, like cops shooting unarmed uh, black people. And the first thing that people say in their defense is, Oh, well, they're sitting, well, now you have all this black on black crime kind of thing. They mm -hmm. use that as a defense and they try to, they try to use that as how they, just to justify how they treat us. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, does that make it right? No, nope. but nobody's going to take care of your stuff the way that you will. So that goes for exactly. your community. Nobody's going to take care of your community the way that you would take care of it. Yeah. So that just, you got to, light skin, dark skin is dead. Is dead. Hashtag light skin dark down with light skin dark skin. Okay. The feud is over. This is 2018 and it ends here. And I hope as we're all listening and talking that you will in this in this joint and be like, light skin dark skin is dead. And if you hear somebody talking about some light skin dark skin bullcrap, you just you stop them right there and be like, no, you're beautiful. He's beautiful. She's beautiful. They're beautiful, regardless of what their shade is. It just we have to learn to speak up when we hear those things and not let them escalate and go on for so long because we need to educate each other. Exactly. Sorry, <laughs> Education is key. Mm -hmm. I ramble, but it just, this, this topic is so important. It's so powerful. And the fact is that there's still so much that can be discussed and talked about throughout it. And I hope 
uh, the wonderful listener that recommended this topic that we that you got something out of it. You know, I yeah. hope that we addressed something because this oh, this topic just grinds my gears. Hashtag grind my gears. <laughs> no, it sounds like grinders. Stop it. <laughs> what, stop it. We're going to be over here sponsored by Grinder. <laughs> Grinder can definitely sponsor us if they would like to. I guess they Christian could. Mingle, Jax, anything else, they can definitely sponsor us. But um, you know what time it is, Miss Proper. It's a quote of the day. It's a quote, quote, quote of the day. Hey, coming to you live. From the, from the comfort of, the of our own. <laughs> I said living room. Sing it. I had one job. I was trying. <laughs> that didn't get it right. Coming from the comfort of our own homes. There we go. Somebody. So today's quote is by the late, great Martin Luther King Jr., darling. A-M-L-K. He got... Okay, side note. MLK is like a beast. First of all, he got hella streets. Hello. Holes, hella highways. Hella libraries. I want that kind of legacy. I'm just saying. I don't know That's how. True, but you know what? I kind of want it, but I kind of don't. Because if you go down every MLK Boulevard, it's ghetto as hell. Speak on it. It don't matter. He know where he you trying girl, to find Martin Luther King MLK High School. Boulevard. Martin Luther King High School girl probably ghetto. Anything it's that he's <laughs> for his people. You childish, childish. It's because I'm here for it though. I'm Whatever. It. If you were here for you, I said that. I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you live. Give me the quarter today while you sit here okay, shaking. Okay, okay, all right. So Martin Luther King Jr. said way back when, "I look to a day when the people would be judged by." will not be judged by the color of their skin, but but the content of their character. Within that one quote, he kind of unpacks everything we just said. He said, I look to a day when people will not be judged by the color or the shade mm-hmm. of their skin, but the content of their character. Stop judging people by which you see. Can you just bet? Can you just don't even judge people for real but you know if you're going to make a judgment about someone let it be about something about their character not about how they look or how they dress or the shade of their skin you know embrace them for who they are as a person not what they present themselves to be on the outside exactly and just because you come into come in contact with one or two people of a certain shade and they may act a certain way that doesn't speak for that entire shade that community whole- it doesn't speak for that entire community it does not exactly. girl say that again come on I just, I mean, I just had to, I had to say that because we group each other so much and it's just frustrating. It is. Because you shouldn't allow a few apples to spoil the rest of them. Okay. Uh, one bad apple ruined the whole damn apple trees. How that works. Pick around them apples okay. and find the good ones. <laughs> it's okay, but it gets to the good part. Okay. Exactly. I just, <laughs> thank you, okay. You earned the schools, you earned that highway. Oh, that you are. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I wonder what he would say if you saw most of them MLK Boulevard. Whatever. You irritate me. Stop. <laughs> you stop. You got them. All that matters. He has them. Right. Yeah. Established. Okay. Shane okay. MLK. The whole building, a whole street. Yes. Complex. I know that's exactly. right. Okay, all ones, we over here acting a fool because he's trying to see his <laughs> his boulevards and his streets and his highways. Okay, high school. Now it's not gonna say it's gotta. Period. No. All right, moving forward. <laughs> moving forward. 
Someone's over here trying to shade MLK, but it's fine. But thanks for tuning in. Not him, just the streets. I'm over here trying to thank the people, and you still over here shading MLK. That's all right. He, not, not, not him, just the streets. He can't have that all the people on his street congregating like that. <laughs> not congregating. <laughs> you irritate. I'm done. I'm done. Anyways. Tune in next Wednesday because we will be back here being the realest and the illest people you know. SJB and Robert. We need a theme song. Help us out with a theme song. People. Okay, shout out to somebody that can create us a theme song. I know you need to beatbox something. We need something. Right. Proud family, you and me will always be. You irritate. But yes, but as usual, comment. Like, subscribe. I'm saying like this on YouTube. <laughs> they can but, like it too on Instagram. Hey, follow us the Odd Ones Podcast, Twitter Odd Ones Out Three, if I'm not mistaken, and then on um, Facebook it's definitely the Odd Ones Out Podcast. Exactly. Um, follow us, like us, subscribe to us on every platform imaginable. We have Spotify, exactly. we have uh, iTunes. iTunes our big one. Hey. hey. Um, leave a rating, leave a comment that helps us out a lot. You'll never know what you can do by the grace of all our black people banding together to support other black people be great in this world. Come on, because we could be anywhere else. Amen. Exactly. And don't forget, I mean, all the Asians out there, all the Latin, Hispanic, Middle Easterns, Natives, everybody else that I am missing. Yeah, everybody. So all the colors of the rainbow, darling. Share your experience with colorism in your ethnicity because your story deserves to be heard just as much as ours. As like we said before, we're speaking on the black community because that's what we've ex- that's what we've experienced, what we've heard, that's what we've seen. We can't speak on yours. We'd be that's happy to hear about yours. Hey, now, not just that. Recommend a topic for us. You know, next week is is right around the corner, and we will be happy more than happy to address one of your topics or oh my goodness can, is it too soon can we give advice to people i would love love hey um you know just at at us on instagram or facebook um about a advice column we could possibly come to you next week or the week after with some an advice column you know we love I know. we just column. we fresh off the dome right now we just fresh we just love the dome. <laughs> well i guess that is another episode well done Odd ones, we are what? Out. Hey, over and out. Bye.